don't be the girl that shows up and has nothing to say. Yeah. Be the girl that has maybe a little extra weight and some curves, but you're fucking awesome. Because yeah. that's what people care about is your energy and personality, not about your size. Welcome to the Big Kid Problems Podcast, based on the comedic social channel all about not wanting to be an adult. I'm your host, the writer, creator, and pretty normal human being behind Big Kid Problems, Sarah Merrill. Now, I've spent the last almost decade making jokes about entering the adult world, and as I've gotten older, I've realized that no matter what your age is, we all have Big Kid Problems. So each week, we will take a funny yet informative look at a specific Big Kid Problem, break it down with our roundtable panel, then have on an expert to help us solve our problem of the week. From love and relationships, career, money, physical and mental health, bad decisions, and just general life responsibilities, nothing is off limits. So thank you so much for joining me as we navigate adulthood together. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Happy summer, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Kid Problems Podcast, Summer Series Edition. Now, in case you didn't know, summer 2019 has been crowned Hot Girl Summer. And yes, I had to look up what that means. (laughs) Apparently, this phrase started from a song by Megan Thee Stallion. I actually linked it in show notes if anybody wants to give it a listen. But it has caught on like wildfire. And the idea of Hot Girl Summer is all about living your best life with confidence, aka being a bad bitch. And you know what? I am here for it. But I also want to keep it real with you. It is one thing to post a hot Instagram picture and caption it hot girl summer and quite another to actually feel and radiate confidence from the inside out. And that is what I wanted this episode to do because body positivity is truthfully something that we all struggle with, especially in the era of social media and especially during bathing suit season. And that's why I am so pumped to bring on style and empowerment coach, Melissa Chatain. Melissa is a style expert and a speaker who leads empowerment workshops to help people cultivate confidence at any body type. And we get real in this episode about learning to love your body, working at confidence, because spoiler alert, it does take work, and tips to emphasize your assets so you can feel your best at the beach this summer. Now, quick disclaimer, we recorded this episode from my apartment, so I apologize in advance that the sound is a little echoey. Uh, I suggest giving your ears a minute or two to adjust, and I promise Melissa is so good. I think you're still going to love this episode. Now, let me ask you, are you ready to channel your true hot girl summer? Stay tuned, and we will be right back. Can you imagine just how powerful it is to be part of a community of over 100,000 motivated career women? At Forte, we're working to change the balance of power in the workplace. Forte Foundation offers workshops, leadership conferences, professional development, and networking opportunities for women at all stages of their careers. The best part is it's free. Go to fortefoundation.org slash bigkidproblems and sign up for your free membership. That's Forte foundation.org slash problems. Hi guys, welcome back to the Big Kid Problem Podcast, super special summer series edition. That was a mouthful. Um, I'm sitting here now with Melissa Chatein. We are talking all about 
body image and healthy body image, I should say, during the summer months, which can be tricky. Melissa is a style expert, speaker, and style consultant who actually empowers people to cultivate confidence through style at any body image. So thanks for coming on. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm so glad to be here. This is so cool. And I love being back at the beach. It's gorgeous here. Yes. We are recording. We're recording from (laughs) my apartment. So if you guys hear some background noises, that's what's going on. (laughs) Melissa, so how did you even get into this line of work? Ah, gosh. You know, it's funny. You did this episode on life shifts and changes, and it totally resonated with me because that was, that was me. I started my career in corporate healthcare and just kind of played, did everything right. My parents are Haitian immigrants and it was like going to be a stylist or being on TV was like, that's not something that happens to people like us from where we're from. And I had this really serious corporate job at 23 that brought me to California. And I remember sitting there and being like, I can do this the rest of my life, but I'm so fucking miserable. And I always loved fashion. I always grew up being obsessed with designers. My mom was super stylish. And I said, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it the right way. So I didn't go to fashion school, but I assisted stylists. Mm-hmm. And I just emailed them and said, listen, like I have this corporate job. I really want to work for you. Even though I'm working full time, I will do whatever I need to do to be there for you. So I would go to work in the morning in Palos Verdes have like get up early, do all my sales calls and marketing calls and be done. Whoa. And then, yeah, <laughs> seriously. And then go and, and assist stylists in the evening. And then from there, I was like, oh, I like hosting. So then I started doing red carpets and stuff. But how I got to where I am now was a complete shift from realizing that I thought I wanted to be the next Rachel Zoe and like this big celebrity stylist realizing that creating an image is not all what you see. Mm. And working with celebrities is not all that it's cracked up to be. And I was not into being the image maker for other people, which is like fake authenticity, which Mm. is like creating this facade. And the wake up call was when my sister who was struggling with bipolar and depression, she took her life. And I I was like, wait, how am I working with this A-list celebrity and my sister struggling with confidence and other women must be struggling with confidence. And I had to take a step back and reevaluate And finally, now I found my niche being able to help people build their confidence through style, but in an authentic way. Yeah. Which is amazing. So thankful. (laughs) But it was a rough road to get there. (laughs) Yeah. And what's crazy to me is like, I know you've talked about this before on how like you've been, you've been styling like A-list celebrities and even like the most popular celebrities who we all see and think are absolutely beautiful and stunning have body image issues. They have body image issues. One particular story, that was my wake-up calling, like, this is not an alignment where this gorgeous A-lister that you guys would all know and love, she would refuse to come out of the fitting room because she thought she was too fat in the gown that we put her in for the shoot. And it was like myself and the photographer, like coach coaching her and buffing her up to like, come out. And I'm thinking, oh my God, if I had her body, I would be naked all the time. Yeah. And it was so confusing to me where I'm, sitting here as a curvy woman feeling so bad about my body and, and all the things that went along with that. But like, that was the point where I'm like, this doesn't make sense. This is not aligning with my soul's purpose. I want to help people feel good. I don't want to feed into the fake. I don't want to create this fake facade. So shifting my focus to personal styling was the start, but then going a step further by leading these empowerment workshops I, work, I go to sororities and I help them with recruitment and I help them with dressing for their bodies and loving their bodies. Like that's where I feel like I'm in my group because it, it connects with that age group that was my sister's age because she was 21. And then 
I get to talk about style, which is perfect. Yeah. Which is all the things you love. That's all the things I love. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just so funny. I feel like it's such perfect timing to have you on. Cause like we're in the middle of summer, you know, and, yeah. and summer's supposed to be such a fun time. Like I love summer, you know, oh, we're here same. at the beach. It's amazing. But I feel like this is a time where some of these like body image issues, like really start to bubble up because like, you know, it's bathing suit season yeah. and like all of a sudden you have to kind of like dress a little bit more revealing. And I feel like this is a time where a lot of these like insecurities kind of pop up. Do you see that like in your bit? I totally see that. I mean, I have a client that refuses to wear a swimsuit without a rash guard because she doesn't like her back. I have another client who in Chicago who refuses to wear a swimsuit period. She will wear a swimsuit and like put shorts on to go in the water because she doesn't like her cottage cheese size. And I'm like, (laughs) No one cares. You're hot. Get in the damn pool. Like no one is looking. And it's so weird that we've been trained that, and I think the media starts this with us because we're trained to be like, Oh, get your summer body, get the body mm-hmm. like celebrities. And then when you see celebrities that were once bigger, like a Khloe Kardashian or something, like have this revenge body thinking like skinny is the only way, not healthy, which I wish the mentality was like healthy is the new skinny, yeah. not just being skinny like that makes us feel bad because like i think everyone was like chloe's our girl she's like us and then all of a sudden she's like no i'm a size zero now and i'm a bobblehead so it's it's the authenticity and it's being comfortable in your body where you are today which is all about summer confidence like that's the key yeah i love how you just said to like transitioning from like healthy is the new skinny yeah i love that and like healthy for other people is just it Everybody's body is so different. Oh my gosh. I I know this fact. Like, I can relate to this because I actually danced ballet for 23 years. I was super skinny, not necessarily the healthiest. <sighs> and then I was starting, my body was starting, starting to get boobs and like hips. And I'm like, now I'm like double D. But like, imagine being a C cup, dancing ballet, like taping your boobs down with masking tape to fit in your tutu. It's wild. It was wild. But then I hated my body expanding as a woman. Like there's so much self-loathing going on. And now I'm like, okay, I'm curvy. This is where I am. But also embracing my body where it is now. Like, yeah, you know, it might be a little bit bigger than I normally am or whatever, but the ebbs and flows of like treating your body well, not stressing about these things, like all that holds fat onto your body and holds stress into your body, which is actually worse than anything else. Right. Yeah. And I, that's such an amazing transition. Cause like, wow. And I think of body image stuff, like ballet, <laughs> holy shit yeah. to come from there. Like, yeah, you have to eat like two almonds a day. And- well, yeah. And well, thing it's funny is because I was younger, I didn't necessarily think about it. Like it was just what I did. Yeah. Like I didn't have, like I didn't go to parties when I was younger. I didn't like do stuff until like, I turned out like in my twenties because I was like always dancing. Oh, like that was just not an option. It was just like, yeah, performance grade, like seven days a week, like just for, like you you you're skinny and dancing because you're dancing seven hours a day. Damn. So you don't necessarily <laughs> think about it, but just like being a woman, like having actually a womanly body, was a frowned upon. Yeah, which is that? Which is that's insane. Wait, so did you have to kind of go through your own um, kind of journey with coming to terms with your your body? Like, how did that? How did, how did that look for you? <laughs> this is going to be a long segment. We're talking about oh, the journey. So, I mean, yes, I went through a journey from being a ballerina. Then I tore my Achilles tendon. That oh. ended my my dancing. Wow. And I went to depression because I was like, I'm never going to, I'm never going to dance again. I'm never going to perform again. Yes. Sometimes people come back from it, but like, 
that's not what I saw. I was like, I'm done. So then it was this like thing where like, I was like, oh, Melissa's a dancer. And then I was just Melissa. Like Ooh. there's a whole identity crisis there. Then the depression that went on with it, I gained 30 pounds, like from not working out, from yeah, drinking margaritas, dancing all day. Not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, just not taking care of myself. And then I had to figure out like the new body. But like, I think a lot of women, young women do this. And they think this is, has nothing to do with dancing or not. That like your body confidence comes from validation from other people. Mm-hmm. So whether that means for like likes on Instagram to taking home a guy at the end of the night, like that to me in my twenties was validation. I was like, Oh, I got to fuck this guy. I'm hot. I feel good. Like that was so fucked up. But like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I know. Single girl, like, like, Oh yeah, I feel good. Like I got him to come home with me or like whatever. And I went through this crazy single girl phase, best time ever in her most beach and like all these things, just thinking that that was, that was the barometer for like my hotness and my value as a person was like my beauty. Yeah. And the events of working as a celebrity stylist and seeing the other side of things that people really don't have the best body image to seeing my sister suffer with bipolar and depression and to wake up from that feeling like that feeling in the morning when after someone leaves and you're just like, that was so not fulfilling. (laughs) Like (laughs) that hard look when you look in the mirror and you're like, who am I? Like, what am I doing? All of that put me on this self care, self love journey that I took a step back, I stopped posting, I stopped doing celebrity styling and just kind of reset and healed and really focused on what I like to do, being comfortable in my own skin, being comfortable in my own body, going out to eat by myself, doing all these like little challenges for me to really accept myself. And then once I did and healed, that's when my partner came into my life. Oh, but yeah. I okay, we're gonna definitely have to like <laughs> go into that a little bit further. And I want to get specific too and hear like the exact things that you were doing that helped you gain that body confidence. Cause I know how easy it is to say, like, just be confident. Just be confident. Just be confident. <laughs> and it's like, bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not that, easy. that easy. No. And I wanna like I also wanna harp on this a little bit. It's just like no matter what your body type is, like we all have this. Yeah. And I don't know what the fuck happened because I remember like, we're all like little girls at some point <laughs> and we're like happy and we're like twirling around and everything's great. In the playground, in the playground fun, like doing our shit. party. Yeah. Doing our shit. And then at some point, I don't know like at what point it is for everybody, but like, you don't know when it happens and it just kind of happens. It's like, fuck. Yes. And the other thing that I realized recently read this article in the New York times about how women always talk about wellness, but it's really masquerading for diet. Uh-huh. Cause it's like, what are you eating? Are you on the celery juice? Are you on this? And so this mentality of like wellness, it's really inside. It's not what you're eating, what you're doing, what you're being to be. Cause really confidence and body image all starts within your head. Mm-hmm. So just kind of switching the narrative. Yeah, completely. Oh, for sure. And it's funny when you bring a wellness, because I feel like we're all in this space and especially with social media. Oh my God. Everyone's a wellness expert. Everyone's a wellness expert, but also like everybody's photos are beautiful and everybody looks perfect and everyone's skin is like blemish free and all of this shit. Like, I don't know. Do you think, do you think in the work that you're doing, cause you've seen kind of like the evolution of things, do you think it's like 
Instagram's made it worse. Absolutely. Instagram is like, <laughs> I love hate Instagram, but Instagram has definitely made it worse. I mean, Facetune and all of the now, I mean, back in the day when Instagram started, like it was the cool, crazy filters. And then now everyone has professional photos. Yeah. Everyone. And so it's which just, is exhausting. It's so exhausting. <laughs> but I try to keep it real because I'm like, don't compare someone's highlight reel to your life. Yeah. Like I'm putting out the best content to show, to make a point, but really connect with my audience. But like, no, not everyone can see, not everyone has that ability, especially girls that are in college or seeing their friends like in these sexy photos. And gosh, I mean, if I did the things that I did in college and they were on Instagram, I wouldn't be where I was. <laughs> Same. I'm like so happy I missed, I missed this in college. <laughs> Seriously. It's just so bad. But like the Instagram just has this way of making the FOMO comparison is the thief of joy and like making you think like, oh gosh, like I don't have as many followers. I don't have as many likes. I don't have as many this, but the true, true essence of life and being is authentic connection, which is off of Instagram. Right. Like in real life, it's how you show up in your day to day, how you show up to a meeting, how you show up to brunch with your friends, how you show up at the beach with standing tall with your curves and all Mm -hmm. that's, true power. Yeah. I think it's just, it's so hard now, especially like you see that validation coming from everyone else. Like if you, if you see a a friend who has a photo that is like clearly doctored or Photoshop, but it's like a beautiful photo and it gets like so many likes (laughs) and you're like, why don't I have that shit? Oh yeah. I have to tell you, I have to come clean a little bit. So, I mean, cause this, I just, everybody, this is real talk. This This is is real talk. Like shit. So I just, you know, got engaged a little, a little couple weeks ago. Congratulations. Thank you. But like our, the, you know, we had my fiance had hired a photographer. So he was there capturing the moment that I got engaged. And so I get these photos back and I'm like getting ready to post. And like, I'm looking at this photo and it's, it's the happiest moment of my entire life. And like, I'm looking at it, like, Um, I just want to make my thigh a little smaller. Like I just want to make it a little bit smaller, which is fuck. I, I've done it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like, but <sighs> it's it's but just it's just so sad. It's sad that it's we sad. Even have to think about that for sure. And I was like sitting there, and I like, girl, and I'm sitting next to you. You're tired. You have like toothpick legs. So like, <laughs> but what I think are you talking about? We all, it's like a thief of joy. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I'm like I should be. And I was sitting there. I was sitting on the couch, and I like open up face too. And my yeah. and my fiance's next to me. He's like. Do not touch that fucking photo. He literally like caught me, and he's like, "If you, he's like, if you post that, making your thigh skinnier, he's like, you are part of the problem." Yes, he, and I, it's true. It is true. It's and true. I, I thought about it. I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. Because, and it's hard to be like, you, you know, you're beautiful. <laughs> you're so beautiful. Like I came in today. Like you're like a supermodel, gorgeous, and you're just like, all it's stop it, though. No, like no. This is the. What people are looking at are not, it's not your thigh. It's the joy that you share with your love of your life. who just proposed to you to be his One life partner. partner. Like, but we we're so messed up about it. It's like, we have to actively take the power back mm-hmm. and like little activities, like not doing the face tune, the positive affirmations. Like I am enough. Yeah. Like you are enough. You are more than enough. You're like, you're, you're extra, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but like really the affirmations change everything. And Truly meditation or that silence like for yourself in the morning. I talked about this last week, but being able to fill your cup up with energy before you give it to anyone else is everything. Yeah. And then realizing what the purpose of Instagram is for each person you follow. Like it's a brand. We have brands on Instagram, Mm -hmm. but our brand is authenticity. 
And they want to see that connection with us more than anything else. And if everyone can look at it like that, and if it's not a brand that leads with authenticity, unfollow or mute them. Honestly, that changed everything. I was like, why do I need to do this? Why do we need to watch this? I barely follow any celebrities. I don't care about what's like, what they're tummy tea that they're selling or whatever. Like, I don't want to see bikini photos of people all the time. I want real talk and real connection. So those are some tips that just, I use that just eliminates the bullshit. Yeah. Which I think is so important. And I kind of want to get into, I mean, now that we're talking about like some of the things that you do, like tell me some of these other like tricks or little like Melissa hacks. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You mentioned affirmations. Like tell me some good affirmations. Oh my gosh. So I am powerful. I create the life that I want. I really just, I work on this practice in my workshops, but just starting on a white sheet of paper, writing things that you want to feel. Like it's all about the feeling, not about saying the words. So like I am powerful. The the motion and the motion behind that is what's spurring the positivity. So like write down all these positive affirmations that resonate with you. And sometimes I find them. Sometimes they just come out. And then when throughout the day, I'll say them if I'm in traffic. I'll say it. If I'm in yoga class, when I bring my hands to prayer, I'll say it. So it's like, it's that constant thing because whatever's playing in your head is what you're giving energy to. Mm-hmm. And if, you're, if your energy has gosh, I'm so fat. Oh, I hate my tummy. Oh, I wish it was this. That's the energy that's going to be eating away at you. Do you like recognize when these thoughts are coming through your head? Like, Absolutely. have you gotten good at being like, well, I'm thinking about it. Like, let me get rid of this thought. Or like, yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. I mean, look at, I see you and I'm like, God, her, her, her legs are so skinny. My thighs are so fat. That was the first thing that went, and I was like, no. <laughs> Rephrase it as like, her body is perfect for her. Mine is perfect for me. Wow. But like, even that's, that's being completely honest. Like I was yeah. like, oh wow. She's just so, we, we do it naturally as women, but rephrasing it and taking the power back. Yeah. What's meant for you is for you. What's meant for someone else is. And same thing with bodies. Like I will never be um, Naomi Campbell skinny. Granted, God bless her. Love her. She's like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but that's not going to happen. So how can I make what's best for me, me? And that's what personal styling is about. It's showing up as how you're supposed to be. Not focusing on trends, not focusing on body type, focusing on what's good for you. Mm -hmm. And so even if Going to the beach is like you are dreading it. Find that power suit or power color that makes you feel good. And then take the attention away from the body by styling it with a hat or like a cute throwover or or styling it with a caftan or something else that takes away from the part that you're trying to avoid. So really just, I always say dress for your assets, but like accessorizing changes the whole scope because you can actually completely change the look of the outfit by just a couple accessories. I like that. I like that tip. Yeah. We are talking a lot about wellness, self-care, and getting your mind right this episode. And trust me, I know it is a lot easier said than done. And if there is something interfering with your happiness or keeping you from achieving the things you want to do, and you've tried all the things and nothing seems to be sticking, I want to talk to you real quick about therapy. Now, in my earlier 20s, I was going through a bit of a rough patch and I had such a stigma around therapy. You know, I thought it was like too expensive. I hated the idea of sitting around and talking about my feelings. And also I thought it was for people with like, quote unquote, serious problems. And I was just going through a little hiccup. I didn't need therapy. Well, let me tell you, the moment I started getting therapy, I was so 
mad at myself for suffering as long as I did. And I just was like so relieved that I had finally gotten help. So just talking to someone took such a weight off my shoulders. And for anyone listening who has ever thought about therapy but has a ton of excuses, you need to know about BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, all done online, which can be way more affordable than going in person, especially if you're like me and maybe you don't have the best insurance. Uh, They also have financial aid available, which is important to note. And you can start communicating with a therapist in under 24 hours and message them at any time. Now, this is not a crisis line. It's not like a self-help thing. It is professional counseling done securely online. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So I'm pretty excited to have a special offer for our listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of therapy at betterhelp.com slash big kid. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P slash big kid and join the over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health today. When we were talking last week too, you said something that was so cool. You were like, you were so tired of hearing the whole like dress for your body. Oh yeah. I hate the dress for your body type. Just absolutely hate it. Because <laughs> it, it makes, I, I think that's even saying dressing for your body type puts you in the mindset that your type can't be anything else. Mm-hmm. You have to stick within one thing for your body. Like, okay, well you have short legs. Well, short legs only can wear this. And like that mindset is, Bullshit. It makes no sense. So I like to rephrase it. Dressing for your assets, which takes the power back as to dressing for what you love about your body. So if it's showing off your shoulders, like an off-the-shoulder dress, if you love your legs, then wearing shorts and skirts and like a high-cut swimsuit. If you have a tiny butt and you're like, oh, I just, oh, my butt's so small. Actually, not wearing those like big old high-waisted swimsuits, but like a cheeky bottom actually makes your butt look bigger. So it's like knowing those little tips yeah. You're showing off your arms, going sleeveless, and like showing off your back, like crop top, like all those little things that highlight what you love about your body. That's what you should focus on. Yeah. Not focusing on trends, not focusing on what influencers are wearing and buying the same thing because mm-hmm. it never will look the same on you. But just <laughs> focusing on what you love about your body and dressing to play up those assets, that's the way to go. Yeah. I like that too, of like thinking about, you know, what you love about your body. Yeah. Cause I try and do that. Like if I am trying on something and I'm like, Oh, I hate the way my like FUPA is sticking out of it. I always like, will try and focus on like, Oh, but like my arms look good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my arms are killing it. FUPA, not so much. Not so much. No, I think that's so important. I think we always go to that space of like, what's wrong. Yeah. But just honestly, standing in front of the mirror and looking at your body in its purest form and like all natural, no, no filters, no filter. And just really, this sounds a little bow hippie ish, but like it truly works. Like, I love my breasts. They make me large, but they allow me to wear amazing (laughs) shirts. Like, just really just complimenting your body piece by piece and what you love about it Mm -hmm. will change your mindset. Yeah. So I actually have a 21 day style confidence challenge that you can download for free on my website that it's like each day you do a new activity that by 21 days, it takes 21 days to form a habit. 
So each day doing something small will like make it a bigger goal. So you feel more confident at the end, but it's, it's little fun things like journaling three things that you love about yourself. Oh, we're definitely linking this in show notes too. I'm going to like make sure everybody has access to that. But yeah, yeah. give me more. What, what it's like, okay, so write three things that you love about yourself or standing in front of the mirror naked and only complimenting your body and even taking yourself out to lunch or dinner by yourself. Because there's so many people I know, especially in Los Angeles, that cannot be alone to save their lives. Yeah. But like confidence is being able to walk into a room powerfully. So when you walk through a restaurant by yourself with your shoulders back and chest up and you're just dining for one, what is more confident than that? Oof, I hope there's some buildup into that one. Oh, yeah, <laughs> there there is. Is. It might take me a while to get the confidence there is, for that. But just like contributing to a meeting, wearing something you never wear, stepping outside your comfort zone with your style, yeah. getting fitted for a bra the right way. Like most women are not wearing the right bra for their bodies. So like little things like that. But I really, I, I love it. And some of my clients have done it and it's, it's free and it's easy. So yeah. Just free and easy. We like that. <laughs> yeah. But also it's like one thing to like read about this stuff, but like, I like that you're giving actions like, and you have to, and nobody reading it is going to get anything from it. It's like, you have to take the little actions and like, just see what happens. Like, why not? Just see what happens for you. So there's that, that's that fine line of like, okay, I post a swimsuit photo that I'm pervy and I'm in my swimsuit and my power. And it's supposed to encourage you to be in your swimsuit and your power. No, it doesn't really happen. Unless we take the action and accountability, it's, it's not going to happen. So, and I also think that, the body positive community has kind of gone the other spectrum. It is a weird, it's a weird combo, you know? Yeah. And I feel like people get like triggered really oh, yeah. easily by things. Cause like, like fat positive, fat phobia. Yeah. Like, is it, is it okay for a 500 pound woman to wear a swimsuit on the, in the beach? Like, is it? Who the okay. fuck cares? Who the fuck cares? But is she healthy? Because yeah. it's the same thing as this, the size two or size zero girl is wearing a swimsuit on the beach and she can be pre-diabetic and the big girl can't. Like it's, it's all about what is right for your body. So I think we need to stop focusing on the looks and focus on healthy. Mm, so true. Yeah. And one thing, okay. I thought of this and I just real quick, when we, when we were talking about um, like being in the mirror and like complimenting the things that you love about yourself. I want to like one thing that I've done that has helped me and like, like not even just focusing on the positive, but like the things that I don't like, like I mentioned my fupa. <laughs> We all have one. We all have one. But like, I'll sit there and be like, you know what? Like my fupa, I'm a woman and like my body is made to carry life in there. Like that's fucking cool. Like, no, I don't have a flat, you know, fupa area, but that's because like, that's made for like, I'm a, you know, it's made to carry life, which is so dope. And like my thighs, I'll be like, sometimes I don't like my thighs, but I'll be walking around and be like, you know what? These thighs, like I've walked around all of New York with these. It gets me to meetings. It gets me to like doing my shit. I can take a spin class and it gets me through yes. them. Fucking, they're powerful. Yeah, I feel like taking a minute to like even just the things that you don't like about yourself, like appreciating the gratitude. Yeah, because this is it. I, how can I say this? You know that there's that study of when you like you speak horribly. They did this. Sorry, I'm totally butchering this. But when you speak positively to a plant, it flourishes, and when you speak <laughs> negatively to a plant, it dies. Yeah, like that was an actual study. So if we are, we're living organisms and species, if we speak positively, we're going to flourish. But when we speak negatively about ourselves and hate ourselves, that energy is eating away at our core. And that's what creates dis-ease is dis-ease. Whoa, I like that plant analogy a lot. (laughs) It's so true. It's so true. So view yourself as a plant and flourish. 
take care of yourself. Speak lovely to it. Like my husband speaks to all our house plants and we have like a jungle in our house now, but like <laughs> just all of the positive love, positive affirmation. It's all about your mindset. I can sit here and say 20 things are style tips for you, but it doesn't make a difference unless you believe it in the absence of your core. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to go into some of these things that you do that like, cause obviously you have such like an amazing, like positive, um, outlook on your body now. And I want to like, kind of real, look- real, I'll say I'm not. I'll say positive. Yes. Thanks. But like a realist outlook. More okay. Yeah. I, just- I think that's, that's actually a better way of thinking of it, you know, but how did you kind of like, what do you do? Like, what are the things that you do or have done that got you in this place? Well, especially when I was at, at my lowest point, I reevaluated the friendships that I had and made sure that we're only elevating ourselves and elevating each other and just staying away from negativity. But there's always that friend that you have that can only talk about dick or only talk <laughs> about how skinny she is or how skinny she's not and how I really want to lose three pounds. I really, yeah, I really <laughs> want to lose three pounds. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. I love that movie. But like, but that whole, um, the, who you surround yourself with? Mm. I know because big kid problems and we have, gone the gamut of like getting in your twenties and thirties, but like you got to kind of, you have to clean house sometimes. Oh, Maria, Marie Kondo, your friend group, Marie Kondo, your friend group, <laughs> Marie Kondo, your relationships. Dude, and I'm going to do a whole other episode on that too, because that was so a big, important. that was a big transition for me. Like when I started cutting out like toxic people, cause I was yeah. like, you know what, this isn't elevating me and whoa, like full circle. Yeah. It starts with that. Okay. It starts with that. No, I love it. It's true. So I had to reevaluate. Am I surrounding myself with people that are lifting me up or are they depleting me? Mm. And I don't want to seem like, Oh, if you're not reaching this status, you are out. Okay. Cause, but it's having the conversation. Sometimes people are not going to change and you're not going to evolve at the same time. So just being able to, to let that go. And, and then also focusing on what brings you brings you joy, brings you happiness, brings you peace. But I'm also a really big manifester mm. and I like to journal and chart everything. So like today, for example, I had the conversation, all right, six months to the end of the year, what am I going to do to get myself to the goals that I haven't accomplished? And those on that list before the goal used to be more self-love. So what am I doing today to change my mindset tomorrow? So it's the positive affirmations. It's being having conversation about not feeling good. And when I'm not feeling good, so if I'm complaining about, oh gosh, you know, my tummy's so big right now, am I eating the right foods? Like you have to be the best honest judge with yourself. Like, okay, you don't like your body, but if you're eating chips at three o'clock, that's the reason why you don't love your body. Mm -hmm. So just being completely honest and having one or two people that you can have that conversation with to say, I need a little extra support. So like, even for me, my husband and I, we have a deal that I can't speak negatively about my body and then he can't pick his cuticles. So like it's, it's it annoys me because the noise of like picking just, I have like, I don't one of those people that's like obsessed with noise. Like it, oh it irritates me. Yeah. So and he'll be like, you said something bad about your tummy or and I even as much as the speakers I am and helping other people, I fall victim to some negativity and just keeping each other accountable. Ooh, so like yeah. having that accountability partner, like not in this house, like we're not doing that today. So instead of saying like, wish me luck, he was like, I wish you should tame style. Like it's like <laughs> that, like the power of like the brand, but it's those tips of just changing your mindset. And then honestly, I, to feel confident, I always feel more confident when I work out. 
Mm. Always. Mm -hmm. Like my mindset's different. I go have a hard sweaty yoga class. I am feeling sexy that day. So I love class pass. It's, it's my favorite thing. I can go anywhere around the city and take a class. Um, not sponsored by the way. Like I truly do love class pass and I I enjoy it. So how I stay connected with people because of my schedule, I have accountability partner that I'll go to class with someone else. Oh, that's good. So we good. get to hang out. We'll like grab coffee after for a little bit. We'll get to hang out. And then we stay accountable to our goals of, of consistently working out. Because honestly, working out changes your stress levels, decreases depression, all of those things. It's so much, so important. So, so important. So important. I mean, before this is, so you've noticed, I've talked about all these other things I do before style. Yeah. Because <laughs> it really is the self-work before the fashion. For sure. And so all of those pieces, all those pieces of the pie, like help me be. Yeah. We were saying too, like, you know, part of the conversation and, and like, it's gotten so weird is when we talk about like body positivity and how that other factor comes in about health and people are like, oh, well, if she isn't this certain type, like she's not being healthy. Yeah. I, I feel like what you just said is like kind of the key is, well, before you were saying, you know, how it all kind of comes down to how you feel. And it's like a mental, it's a mental thing. And like, for me, like when I think of like, feeling in my best mental state, it is like working out, eating well. Like it's just, I can sense in myself, like I am up all night. I eat like a personal pizza and by personal, I mean a full size pizza (laughs) and I've made it personal. Like (laughs) a couple days later, like I'm not feeling good and I have all this anxiety. I can always kind of like trace it back to like some of these bad habits. So I feel like it's a good thing to talk about like overall, like health and, you know, being healthy and treating your body well and not in a way that like you need to do this, but it's just like, it comes back to your mental stability. Yes, it does. Yeah. And I also realized it's a lifestyle change. It's, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. (laughs) Okay. Because like the small changes, like the Kaizen method, like changing one small thing every day brings greater results. One small change each day. So like, okay, you had a cheat day of pizza, but then getting back on track, and being good to yourself other ways. Like it's, it's, it's summertime already. So if you were like, I can't wear a bikini this summer because I need to lose 30 pounds. Well, babe, <laughs> healthy weight and losing weight is like two pounds a week. So it's not going to happen this summer, but you can start now. So when you go to Mexico in December, you're going to feel amazing. So yeah. it's like the pressure. And when you put the pressure on, like, I need to lose this weight, you never lose it. Your body holds on to it because it's holding on to the stress and pressure. Mm-hmm. So let's get you an outfit that you love highlighting the things that you love about your body. So you can feel confident to go to the beach party on the 4th of July. Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. And then like feeling good about, you know, your body isn't when you're showing up to that party, it's not just your body on display. Like you're fucking cool. Are you your essence? Yeah. Cause how many times have you met that gorgeous girl? Like probably, probably some Instagram influencer that you met and then realized the girl had no fucking personality. All the time. She's skinny. She's pretty. And she has no personality. And she's just on her phone the whole time. Like, um, can you take another photo? I didn't like this angle. I'm like, bitch. Like we live in LA, so we I feel like this is a particularly like it's it's a particular topic. So don't be the girl that shows up and has nothing to say. Be the girl that has maybe a little extra weight and some curves, but you're fucking awesome because that's what people care about is your energy and personality, not about your size. I love that. Don't let social anxiety about your weight hold you back from living life. Just be. Just start. In in your lifestyle journey, your confidence journey can start today. And like anything in life, you go up the mountain, you go down the mountain, you have setbacks, but just having accountability 
and just starting to change your mindset, changing the way you speak, catching yourself. Every time you say something negative about yourself, put a dollar in the jar and then take yourself out to eat. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Because it just, it starts, it starts now. Um, and then if you're really insecure about what you need to be wearing and how you want to show up, honestly, focus on the power color. I always talk about what's your power color. For me, it's red. Usually if I'm wearing something red, I'm feeling better about myself. So find power color that you like. Invest in a swimsuit that you love. Mm. Invest in an outfit that you love. That's kind of like your signature thing. For me, I love hats. So it's like having a hat and a cute summer dress, like I'm ready to go. But find things that help you feel confident. There's so many resources now, like Nordstrom Local, personal stylists like myself, like whatever. But there's so many opportunities for you to, to get the support you need for styling. So there, that shouldn't be a setback, but just go. Don't let life stop you. I love that. And you're so right. I feel like when you invest in a piece, like some pieces, it yeah. just like looks so much better. It does. So I'm going to be honest. Like I like to invest in a swimsuit, not get the $20 swimsuit from Forever 21. Yeah. It doesn't really last long and it's not going to hold you the way that you want, but just maybe going to another brand and, and spending a little bit more on a quality piece, quality fabrics, it's going to make you feel better in the long run. For sure. Because you're a million dollars in like a $20 swimsuit. Like what's that going to do for you? <laughs> you know? Like invest in yourself. I love that. And I love the whole thing you just said about like, you can start now. Like if you don't start feel good now or whatever it is, like, you, this is your life. Like you can start right now. You can start right now. You can start with my 21 day challenge yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it's fun. So trust me, you guys will like this, but it's, it's just, it's about small steps for a lifestyle to change. So it's the same thing of like starting to eat healthy the next day, like whatever you need to, to get yourself going, just start. If it's not with me, then just do it. <laughs> yes. I love that. And I'm definitely linking that in show notes for anybody who wants to check it out. Melissa, thank you so much for coming on. Where can we find you? We uh, want more of you. If you want more of me, you can follow along on my blog, chatainstyle.com. That's C-H-A-T-A-I-G-N-E.com. And you can check out, book a workshop with me and all of that stuff on my website, melissachatain.com, but it's all linked. And then follow me and my tips and interviews and all that good stuff on Chatain Style is my Instagram handle and Twitter handle. And then you can catch me on Mondays on Access Live as I do Makeover Mondays, Transforming Lives with Style. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, that is a wrap on our episode this week. I hope you enjoyed it, maybe found some value. And if you want more from our guests or want to find some of the tools and resources we talked about on this episode, I encourage you to check out our show notes. I have everything there and listed for you. Um, so I tried to make it very easy. So just make sure to check that out. Uh, if you want to connect with me, you can find me on the gram at Big Kid Problems or on my personal, Sarah A. Merrill underscore. So hit me up, shoot me a DM. I love hearing from you guys. And uh, if you want to screenshot this episode, post it on your Instagram story, maybe tag me. I really, really appreciate when you guys do that because it does. It really helps get the word out on the show. And I'll maybe read post you if I see it. So one more thing, uh, if you are liking this podcast, please, please make sure to rate and review it. It only takes a couple seconds and it honestly makes a huge difference. So I would be eternally grateful. And I, I know there are a million ways you could spend your hour. So just know that I do take your time very seriously and I'm just so thankful to have you spend it with me. So thank you for that. And I hope to see you back here next week for another fun episode. Until then, see 
you next Tuesday.